suggesting you have to physically delete it. Not only that, there's a third memory card. John Poulos testified in front of the state election board in Georgia on Wednesday. There's a third memory card that has all this stuff locked in the tabulator, according to John Poulos in his testimony. So we should still be able to get those slog files to see what happened in Floyd County that all of a sudden 2,600 votes got found on November 24th. Until we have those slog files, this should be a crime scene. Mm-hmm. 100% this should be a crime scene until we have evidence that was deleted that shows what happened with these 2,600 votes. And, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but even if something is deleted, there are methods that you can use to go ahead and recover it. I mean, even me, civilian uh, style here at my house, I mean, I have programs that can go back and and get deleted files and and bring them back. So you would imagine that uh, at the federal level, at the level of the Election Assistance Commission, or even Dominion themselves, considering the fact that they are uh, uh, taking on the role of government agencies, that they themselves would have the ability to go in and get this stuff. Anybody could do it. Absolutely. And like I said, we we still believe that there's this third memory card that Poulos and this is the first time I've heard about it was coming directly from him. Mm -hmm. Um, There, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in Georgia right now. They're trying to uh, I think they're going to end up indicting the uh, the 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 county supervisor down in Coffee County, Georgia, because they did a forensic image of the of the machines down there. Now, what they don't ever tell you is that on January 5th, the night that they were doing the runoff, they so the Coffee County staff down there had been complaining to the secretary of state's office since the 2020 primary. Since the 2020 primary, they had been complaining that their machine was rejecting ballots and they could not get the ballots to go through. They would they would you know bring the batch down to just ten or fifteen ballots and hoping in hoping that the machine would scan them properly. Uh, Jeff Lenberg and I did an excellent interview on Conservative Daily a couple weeks ago, talking specifically about those problems. So I won't get too far into that. But at the end of the night on January fifth, the, the the supervisors there they had a Dominion technician there. The EA uh, excuse me the the state election board or county election board they were there at the place in Coffee County where they were scanning votes. And the chairman of the uh, county election board, his name's Eric Cheney, told the Dominion guy, he said, get this machine fixed, get these machines fixed, or we're going to bring it in 30 minutes or we're going to bring in the news media and document all this publicly. And the guy went outside, the Dominion guy went outside, got on his phone, came back in 30 minutes later and told the, 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 the uh, supervisor, Misty Hampton, said, uh, scan the ballots. It'll work this time. And he was all giddy about it. Like they, they made it notes in the affidavits that he was giddy about it. Never touched the machine. The Dominion guy never touched the machine. When they went and tried it, it worked. So Flawless. that implicates that Dominion has remote access to these machines, which is, again, something that they've claimed over and over again. They don't. But we seem to be able to prove over and over again that they actually do. In the in the affidavit, uh, uh, Kathy Latham, who is the, was the GOP chair at the time, was present as one of the uh, was one present as one of the watchers, and a Democrat was present as well. This wasn't just like a bunch of conservatives in a room, and they all were looking at each other like, "Did we just witness what we think we saw? Mm-hmm. You know, did this guy just get off the phone, never touch the machine, and somehow fixed it with poof, you know, abracadabra? Mm-hmm. We don't know." So then, what what they also forget to tell you in these CNN and Washington Post hit pieces that have been coming out over the last couple of weeks is that on January 5th, they were also served a litigation hold 
by the Donald Trump campaign and by Lynn Wood because they thought that that stuff was going to be evidence for upcoming litigation, which is perfectly acceptable for that to happen, you know, for, to, to demand a litigation hold. You don't have to have a court order for that if, if litigation is to be, uh, you know, presumed. So on January 7th, uh, Misty Hampton brings in this uh, company called Sullivan Strickler, which literally what they do. OK, they, they they always talk and they say these people came in and forensic imaged it and all this stuff. That's what they do. That is their job. They are a litigation uh, holding company. So they come in and w- when there's when there's e-discovery that's going to be you know part of a case or a pending case, they'll image it and keep it in their vault so that chain of custody is maintained. It's like it's like a third party that holds the evidence in escrow, essentially. Sure. They got paid, I think, twenty six thousand dollars to come down to, to Coffee County image this machine, which is a hundred percent justifiable after you just got a litigation hold and you just witnessed a technician potentially fix something remotely. Mm-hmm. It would be irresponsible not to, to forensically image that stuff. And so now they're, they're most likely going to indict uh, Misty Hampton and, and Kathy Latham over doing this. Oh, wow. That's and, absolutely yeah, and, insane. And the news coverage, they make it, you know, they put out surveillance footage. So you see surveillance footage and you're like, oh, look, that's a crime because it's surveillance footage. And, you know, I've had Jeff Lenberg, who's caught in that footage. He's like, we knew the cameras were there. We weren't doing anything sneaky. Right. But, you know, they say this is a restricted room. That's the reception area. There's a table in there where people can meet. You know, it's not restricted, you know. Um, and, and so what they're doing is just insane. They're, they're, they're trying to. And this is this is all. Nobody has addressed Dominion being able to fix the machine remotely. Nobody Mm -hmm. has addressed that yet. Nobody has addressed those machines rejecting ballots at a four to one rate, four to one. And most of them were Trump votes that were being rejected, Mm -hmm. according to people that were doing testing on this. So, you know, the next thing that I want to and just real quick in closing, I want to I want to walk you through this. I told you uh, Pro V and V. Mm-hmm. That we got to we got to talk briefly about Pro V and V, and I want to walk you through something because I wrote an article on this. Uh, let me share my screen again. <laughs> Here's a report. Uh, for, this is an article I wrote on Gateway Pundit. Uh, citizen investigator find bombshell fabricated documents submitted to the Georgia State Election Board. Now, what this document is is it's a letter of agreement that basically you remember when we were all like, oh, Pro V and V wasn't accredited. Yes. And because their accreditation expired in 2017 and the EAC came out and said, well, because of covid, we actually forgot to update our website. Well, covid didn't happen until 2020. Mm-hmm. So there's three years there where they were unaccredited and covid cannot be an excuse for that. Yes. So now they've come out and said that they just forgot to update you know, their 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 website and all this other stuff. So we're going to go through and we're going to look in real time. Mm-hmm. Using their own websites and all that stuff, we're going to look at some anomalies in what they call their their a letter of agreement. All right. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go here to Bing. We're going to click. Uh, well, this is Bing because I don't I never use Edge. I can highlight PDFs on Edge. So I use it for that. Okay. So we're going to click on this tab right here. Voting system testing laboratories. We're going to scroll down to Pro V. Click learn more. Scroll down here to all the related documents that they have up. OK, we're going to pull up first. We're going to pull up the letter of agreement from 2015. So this would have been. This would have been EAC certification for 2015 that expired on 2017. Okay. So we'll pull that document up right here. All right. So we're going to keep that one right there. I'm going to close out these all. Close out that one too. Close. All right. So we're going to go back to this page here and we're going to go up to the most current uh, letter of agreement, which was on March 10th, 2021. And we're going to open that one up. Now, the first thing I want to do is compare these two documents. So this mm-hmm. is the this is the 2015 one. 
Notice the, the heading up here at the top. All right. And this is the 2021. So you have a different heading altogether. We noticed that right away. Yep. Now, jumping back over to my article here where I have some, you know, some uh, screenshots, so to speak. This is the article when you pull it, when you pull the header from the 2015 one, mm -hmm. this is the uh, the header when it's put into Photoshop. Mm -hmm. It's two copied images put copy and, and pasted. Yep. Top left, top right. This is what the header looks like on the 2020 document. It's a solid header. It's an actual professionally made header mm -hmm. and not this, you know, cut and paste kind of crap. The other thing that's interesting is that boulevards is spelled wrong. There's no S on boulevard. I would think that a company that's involved with federal government contracting would know enough to get their address right. Just, I don't know, throwing that out there, but that's, mm. that's not enough. That's not where it gets, this is where it gets crazy. All right. So there's two things missing on this document that are uh, imperative and by their EAC's own guidelines have to be on there. First is a date. So we don't know. There's no date on this letter whatsoever. Mm -hmm. The second is there's no signature. It's not signed by Jack Cobb. If you look on this one for comparison, there's the date right there at the top. And there's the signature by Jack Cobb. This one has neither. So we're going to take this document right here. All right. We're going to copy the URL. All right. We're going to jump over here to a metadata checker. Mm -hmm. We are. You guys can do this for yourself. I'm walking you through how to do this. I don't want you guys to think I'm trying to be manipulative or anything along those lines. So let me uh, go ahead and download it. So let me uh, go back to the share screen. Sorry about that, guys. I, 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 I know there's a way that you can do it by dropping in the URL. All right. So you guys can see right here. You can see the screen again. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's titled Pro VNV Letter of Agreement. And we're going to start analyzing the file. Checking the metadata. All right. So there's a couple things here that kind of uh, jump out at me right away. First thing is down here. It says the author, mm -hmm. okay, is Jerome Lovato, Jay Lovato. That is the, I think he's the acting or he's the current chief of, of um, testing for the EAC mm -hmm. for VSDL testing. So that should say Jack Cobb. This is a document that was made by Pro V, the letter of agreement. It was a letter sent by them to the EAC. And that should say Jack Cobb. Now, I reached out to the EAC and asked them why it would say Lovato. And they said, well, sometimes, you know, we have to make uh, when we transfer documents over. They gave me a roundabout excuse. It's I, you know, I, I let me let me be fair. I did. I did put the uh, what they said in here. Mm -hmm. They said for your two questions on the ProVMV documents, the created date is likely due to the redesign and migration of the EAC's website to a new platform in 2019. Additionally, we are often sent Word documents that we convert into PDFs and check the correct 508 compliance prior to posting on our website. Okay, that is a, a, a I mean, it's not a bad explanation. It's plausible. But still, right. But there's still problems here. First, where's the date and where's the signature? Those are two really important things. Second. You're, that's a public-facing document that's supposed to be used for the, the, the people, we the people, to check and validate sources. That should not have Jerome Lovato as the author. You should do that in a way that it shows the origin being Jack Cobb and Pro V and V. Sure. But this is the this is the one that really concerns me. Up here, you see this is the Pro V and V letter of agreement. Okay, but if you look down here, the title is the letter of application. Mm -hmm. This was not the letter of agreement. The letter of agreement is after the fact. This looks like it was pieced together when you go and look at, you know, uh, the header and footer and everything up here. This looks like they panicked. And when people caught them and said that 
ProVNV was not accredited in 2017, from 2017 on, mm-hmm. they went back and they started covering their tracks. Um, I don't have much else to say. I've not gotten an explanation. I, you know, I did a follow up with them. You know, I, I asked more questions and that's just the problem with all these places is when you ask more questions, they just ignore you. You know, they give their one response and they say, don't ask anything else. So, Brian, have we taken a look at that? Pa- <clears throat> excuse me. Have we taken a look at that page on the Wayback Machine uh, to see changes that were made and uh, uh, if those letters were when they were actually put online? Obviously, we can see the creation date in there, but uh, I wonder if there's any discrepancies with uh, the, the website itself. Oh, yeah, there's all sorts of discrepancies. You can you can spend days on the Wayback Machine just going back to certain dates uh, on on the EACs, the VSTL websites. Mm -hmm. You can spend days going back and just seeing this was added here. This was taken away there. It it would be way too much to cover off cuff, off cuff and on an episode like this. Absolutely. Well, you know, I I, I remember that article when it came out and that's excellent work. I mean, uh, it it really shows that these people are definitely covering their tracks as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there's not many other explanations that you can have for that. I'll I'll buy it. Maybe they wanted to convert the document, but it seems for a, a legal document like that, it would be necessary to ensure that. You're uh, uh, dotting your I's and crossing your T's, so to speak. Yeah. And I mean, if you've got a company that's certifying elections and certifying a tech company that's certifying all this stuff and, you know, they don't even have uh, their their website. ProVMV's website is an HTTP uh, website still. They don't even have encryption on their website, Mm -hmm. you know, but but then you look at a header like this and it's just copy and paste and put together in Photoshop. Uh, That does not look like anything professional you know that's just no there's something not right there that's the most damning aspect of it for me i mean uh, all of the things put together i mean clearly it's a cut and paste obviously the address is wildly incorrect uh you know no signature there's nothing to verify that any of the people who were even listed on there had anything to do with it absolutely yeah yeah all right. So, uh, Brian, uh, you made a, a really important point at the beginning, and that is the uh, lawsuit currently taking place in Pennsylvania. Uh, I think that uh, uh, any number of the things that we've talked about in today's episode would be of great significance to uh, to Fulton County and to their case uh, against Dominion Voting Systems. Uh, I think it's quite clear that what they've been accused of, they're more than likely guilty of. Allegedly, we'll find out once it washes out. But uh, if, uh, have you been in contact with anybody in uh, in Pennsylvania? Are they aware of the work that's been done on this subject? Yeah, so they actually, um, I actually, they were watching uh, one of our podcasts when we started talking about some of this stuff. So uh, they 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 are aware of this stuff. I'm I'm hoping maybe it'll make its way into the case. I know they do have uh, the Williamson, Tennessee report mm-hmm. that is part of their of their filing. Uh, this had not come out yet at that time. So uh, maybe maybe this will be supplemented in. They'll you know make a motion to add this in um, because this is this is damning. So the the unique thing about the Fulton County PA lawsuit is that they're they're alleging that Dominion has violated the contract. They're not mm-hmm. calling them out for fraud or anything yep. along those lines. They're saying that the safety and security of the machines has been violated. And the Eric Spikine report that came out of there, which by the way, Spikine Eric Spikine did incredible work out in Maricopa County, and he's one of the unsung heroes of Maricopa County. He found twenty five thousand counterfeit ballots. He's a paper expert and a forensic a- expert. He found twenty five thousand fake paper ballots out there. He found. 61 boxes of ballots that went 90% for one candidate, 10% of the other. Now that was candidate. So it did go both Trump and Biden. You know, Trump benefited in some way as well. Three of the boxes were Trump. Mm -hmm. 58 of them were 90% for Biden. So you only had, uh, you know, 
I think the total numbers, because there were uh, boxes of 200 ballots, batches of 200 ballots. So out of 61 ba- boxes, you have 12,000 ballots at 200 each. So you had 58 that were 90% Biden, and you had three that were 90% Trump. That just doesn't happen in a county that is 50-50. That county is 45%, 45% in the 2020 election. So I yeah, thought- anyways, uh, my my point was, uh, sorry, my point was that Spikeen, the, the the forensic report that he submitted in Fulton County, they actually found... A, a machine up there that had unauthorized Python script on it. They had unauthorized databases. And the, on that same machine, they found an IP address from Canada that was, you know, in the logs on that. So, um, yeah, Fulton County, if this lawsuit and this at lawsuit absolutely should go through because there is no question on standing, there is no question on injury, and there is no question on, you know, timeliness or latches or anything like that. So this case in Fulton County is, is might be one of the most important cases moving forward right now. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, it 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 stands to set a very important precedent. I, I think that this breach of contract issue uh, is probably the most legally sound avenue that we have to get Dominion and perhaps a number of other electronic voting machine companies just completely out of the equation. Obviously, we're talking about billions of dollars in revenue from these contracts. So I know that they're going to uh, do everything they can to fight this. But I mean, this is clearly evident on its face. I mean, they did breach their contract. Uh, They have not been certified. Everybody and their mother has covered for them uh, and they're covering for themselves. So this is a a county government that's coming up against this that, uh, you know, wants these people to be held accountable. So I I just I'm following it with a a fair amount of fervor. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, well, Brian, uh, I want to thank you again for coming here. I mean, this is uh, just top notch work. Uh, what you've done what the Gateway Pundit has done uh, overall. I mean, it's just incredible. Uh, there are no large scale news organizations uh, other than you guys that are really staying on top of this stuff. Uh, I'm very, very uh, disheartened by the state of the modern day mainstream conservative media. So, uh, you know, that's why people like us, people like the Gateway Pundit, you, you guys are just so vitally important. So I, I want to thank you once again for everything you guys are doing. Thank you so much. And I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and share with your listeners uh, some of this story, because, you know, like you said, the mainstream media, the mockingbird media, as I refer to them, uh, they are absolutely silent on everything. I mean, I don't know how that Tarrant County story that we talked about on the last episode. I don't know how that's not on Tucker Carlson, to be honest with you. It's 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 mind blowing to me that nobody has picked up on this story. And, you know, but but that's what we expect. Right. Mm -hmm. You can't talk about election fraud. We just got to keep the status quo, keep the establishment in place. As long as we allow them to select who leads us, they'll give us a bone every once in a while, you know, like overturning Roe v. Wade. And they'll say, hey, just be happy. Mm -hmm. Shut up and go about your business. And we're saying, no, we're done with this. The populist movement is coming back. We, the people, are taking control of our country. We are going to take control of our elections. We are going to be free and fair. And free and fair does not mean every Republican is going to win. All right. Free and fair means that the people of a particular state, region, jurisdiction, whatever it may be, are going to elect who they represent, want to represent them. It doesn't matter party affiliation as long as it's free and fair. Absolutely. 100% agree. All right. Well, Brian CanCon, thank you once again for being here. Appreciate it. Tell everybody again where they can find you. Absolutely. You guys can find me over at rumble.com slash CanCon, C-A-N-N-C-O-N. Uh, I'm on Truth Social at, as CanCon, and uh, I write for the Gateway Pundit as Brian Lupo, L-U-P-O. Hope you enjoyed that report. A lot of information, a lot of details, a lot of different states that are uh, impacted by this information. 
You need to get this information out. As you know, we're always about sharing information from quality sources. So that's why we left the names and the details in there. We have reposted this interview in its entirety up on our video channel as well. So all you have to go to is our website, neo420.com. Go up to the menu option. Under menu, select talks. Go to the talks page. And under the talks page, you'll be able to select either the podcast, interviews, or the video channel. As you heard this, we played the whole interview here. So you can share this directly with your friends, family, and loved ones if you want to watch some details because it does have some uh, some of the information that, that uh, Brian was providing in his presentation. You can actually see those documents when you watch the video channel. So that's the reason we do what we do. We give you the information through the audio because it's easy to listen to while you're working, while you're driving, while you're doing whatever safely, obviously, through your through your car, you know, radio or through your uh, when you're jogging or working out or whatever you're doing. Hopefully you're listening to this with your family. That's what we really want you to get to the point that our independent real news plus real information for we the people is your new Main Street Media because the Mockingbird Media is to never be trusted again, ever, ever. Understand that they turned their back on you when you needed them the most during the pandemic coup d'etat. And they turned their back on you, gaslit you with lies, provided misinformation and propaganda while being paid by the company that was making billions of dollars. And go back and listen to our previous podcast episodes as you'll hear that that was... um, 287 billionaires that we know about. How many millionaires were created? Those individual, that list, is all criminals that are being positioned to do the next round of criminality for the criminal global cabal. Okay? So, I hope you're getting a lot out of what we're doing here. We are free press, independent. We got our uh, our only donation button that we had. Got suspended. Because either someone reported us or the criminal cabal element that we were actually having to use, because it's the only one that we really, you know, have out there as a as a payment processor for donations, uh, they took us down. So we're about to take that. Don't give any donations. Don't do anything. We're not trying to sell you anything. All we're asking of you is to share this information, as we all need to know the truth as the truth will make us free. John 8.32 in the Bible. This that we are living through, brothers and sisters, I say it often to my friends and family and loved ones. I never thought that I would be living through this. I know you can, uh, you know, say the same. But we have to be now vigilant. We have to be on the offense of going to bring justice to these criminals. We need to be proactive in providing real information to our family members, to our friends. Don't let them be out there and get get gaslit. Let them be lied to, because if you're letting them be lied to, you really don't care about them, is the reality. And I know you do. 
99.9% of us are good-hearted people that really just want to live and not be bothered by all of this. I understand. But we are being combated with that right now in conjunction with a hundred other psychological operations that have been happening for our whole life. The earth is flat, brothers and sisters. There is a firmament over us. 2014, there was a report about 1,500 kilometers, I mean, 15,000 kilometers up, there is a impenetrable barrier. Flat earth is real when you look at all of the manipulation of camera footage by all of the entities. Look at NASA showing all this digitally created stuff. Look at all of the lies of them giving billions of dollars to go to Mars and, and all of this psychological operations. It's all lies by criminals that are participating in this because they, they're they just weak people. They think that that's what they're supposed to do, but they, they don't know. So we're out here hoping that we can open everybody's eyes up because 9-11 was definitely an extension of the North Northwoods uh, document. We have Operation Popeye that was creating rain and clouds. They're they're controlling the weather, brothers and sisters. It's not through, you know, natural means that we're going through these economic hardships, environmental hardships. These are all created. And mind you, the criminal cabal created big business in order to drive down quote-unquote costs whenever that was to the consumer so they would buy more of the criminal cabal stuff whenever reality the cost of what it was that was being done is insurmountable. It's un, it's unequivocable. It's un, You can't estimate what damage has been done by the criminal cabal and now they're trying to enslave us all by saying that there is something bad that's happened because they did it all bad. Do you understand what kind of mind games that they're playing on us? I hope you do, brothers and sisters. I pray to God that anybody that ever hears this has got their mind open up and their spirit filled with the truth. Because I want you to be free from this. I want you to get outside and live and stop being a slave to all of this. But we all have to bond together to share this information. Speak up against the lies, and we have to share truth, and we have to ultimately, all of us, have to bring to account those criminals who are responsible through their actions for the crimes that they have committed against humanity, the crimes they've committed against we the people, the crimes that they've committed against the world, as this has been tyranny and treason manifested by their criminality. And we, the people, are bringing them to justice. As I've said many times, politics is poison, and we, the people, are the solution. This is Neo420 Talks, the podcast, speaking truth against the lies.